Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, welcome to the show this Wednesday. Uh, Zach, just kicking things off tonight, you've often gotten stuck into me on this show before that maybe I I find friends a little older than myself. I'm not getting stuck into you. We're just well, concerned. And I say we as the people of the country. Yeah. Uh, you're in your mid-20s. Yes. Your friends should probably be around your mid-20s. Yep. Uh, not grandparents. <laughs> I have a few friends around my age, but like, and I think there'd be many people around the country who, just like me, yeah. have some older friends. How old is Margaret? <laughs> okay, well, I do have a friend called Margaret. Who's is in, she a grandparent? Uh, not yet, but... Uh, Expecting. Be, yeah, a few months. <laughs> She's in her mid-60s, I think, Margaret. Uh, and there's a shout-out to Timothy and yeah, Carl. Uh, and Tim and Carl and Robin and... Uh, look, there, okay, Robin? <laughs> you haven't told me about Robin. This is a new friend. <laughs> there are... A few, I've got a few older friends. It's odd. Yeah. It's odd for you to have friends that could be your grandparents. Well, if you thought it was odd already, something's happened today. I've made some new friends. Oh, no. <laughs> and this might be the most extreme version of this happening so far. All I'll say is there are four elderly women. Are they of pension age? Um, one of them had a walking frame. That, <laughs> well, that might be all you need and to what, know. And they're your new friends. They, I, I will explain the story of how I acquired four new elderly friends I mean, I'm sure today. they're lovely. They are lovely. W- w- what could you possibly have well, in common? Actually, I did ask them if they wanted to stop and listen to the radio show tonight. Their bedtime universally was 6.30. <laughs> actually? 6.30, I know. So unfortunately, right. they will not be listening in. Um, Sweet dreams. Uh, but look, you, you're there halfway through their, yeah. <laughs> their night of sleep well, already. They could be up, actually, for tomorrow. <laughs> they might be having breakfast. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I had a bit of a weird request while surfing the other day. Okay. Um, usually when you're in the ocean, there's not that much chatter going on. So uh, I'm not a surfer. So no. you tell me. So people aren't normally chatting amongst uh, themselves? Or? If people know each other, they might chat. And okay. occasionally you might make a friend. But usually it's um, one surfer will paddle past another one. Yep. And one will say to the other, get in a few. <laughs> and then the other guy goes, yeah, a couple. Okay, right. And that's, it, that's, you know, kind of what the conversation is. It's a small talk scenario. Or I, it was like something like maybe like, Ah, oh, it was really good yesterday. Yeah. Ah, sorry, I missed it. <laughs> I see. I mean, I always imagined because often people post like pictures of the ocean yeah. uh, with like deep quotes over them on Instagram. Yep. So I imagine maybe that's where the deep quotes are coming from. No, maybe you just... Surfers pa- aren't super well known for that. Maybe you paddle past someone and you just say, time is all we've got. Use it wisely or something. Just no. deep quotes. That's no? never happened. Never happened. Uh, well. <laughs> I, I, I did have this new surfboard that was getting a little bit of attention, right? Right. And uh, there was this guy who was swimming in an area where people were surfing, sure. uh, which can be kind of dangerous. And, um, oh, well now we're getting a bit of class warfare. That's I, the sneering in your voice when you talk about the swimmer coming in your area, you don't own the beach. No, that's seriously like a safety thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, surfboards are really hard. Okay. Well, it sounds <laughs> like, like you, it sounds you don't like, want to get hit by a surfer. That would hurt a lot. So you're telling me that as an, as a non-surfer, I'm not allowed to come into your gang, your uh, area. No. Also you should swim between the flags yeah, okay. and <laughs> you can't surf between the flags. Well, you should. <laughs> maybe, maybe that would help everyone if you did. So I pretty much hit this guy. Yeah, right. And usually when that happens, you're getting ready for an apology. And I kind of pop up. And he's probably like 16 years old, long hair. Okay. Um, And he goes, sweet board, man. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. And he goes, can I have a go? (laughs) 
I'm like, no. Well, why wouldn't you give the kid a go? You've hit him. Yeah. He's just oh, asked I for didn't what? really well, hit him. Cut, I got close to him. You've, you've scared them. You've scared the kid. Yeah, well, because he was in the wrong area. <laughs> he's wanted one go on your surfboard. Now, it's not like he's going to be able to steal it. You're in the ocean. I have never heard of anyone doing that before. What do you mean? I've never heard of just going up to a stranger and saying, <laughs> can I have a go at your surfboard? Like, yeah. what are you, like, if you were down at the servo yes. and someone said, could I have a, <laughs> could I take your car for a spin? Would you let them do well, that? that's a little bit different, isn't it? It? That's that's quite a bit different, especially because I wouldn't be able to chase them on foot. Well, I'll tell you well, why I said no. This <laughs> yeah. is what I'm thinking, because we're on a sand bank sure. that's, you know, uh, I don't know, 100 metres offshore. Mm. And so that's quite hard for me. I'm just stuck on this sand bank then. So firstly, I'm thinking, what am I meant to do? You're what right, am I just going to sit here watching <laughs> you surf? <laughs> yeah, right. right. Secondly, I thought if he wanted to take off. <laughs> yeah. I'm stuck. Mm. So you can move a lot faster on a surfboard than you can swimming. Like if he caught a wave in, right. I would just be yelling, stop him, stop him. <laughs> he's stealing my board. But also I probably wouldn't even know. I'd just be like, oh, well, he's catching a wave in. And yeah, then I'd see well, him in the distance running up the beach with my board. Can I just say though, um, I have been for as long as I've known you, there's been a little bit of me that thought maybe I should ask Zach if I can come for a surf yeah. with him. Maybe well, he that's became... different though. You're not a stranger. Well, I, I... And I can catch you. I know I can run <laughs> faster than you. <laughs> Well, that's true. But I feel like the way you treat your stra- uh, yeah. strangers in your life is a real indication of how you treat your friends. Well, well I made a compromise. Did you? I said, well, what are you, what are you doing out here? Yeah. Right? Don't you have a board? Yeah. And he said, I'm surfing with a friend. We're alternating on that board. And he pointed to a board. Okay. And I said, what we can do. <laughs> You're a negotiator. We, and can, I like do, this we can do an exchange. <laughs> you want collateral? Yeah. If I'm holding <laughs> his surfboard and he had a, he had a more expensive surfboard, this board I could see. Right. And so I was like, if, <laughs> if he takes off with mine, I get a new surfboard. So that's all sweet. So you swap surfboards and they see you running down the beach yeah. <laughs> with the more expensive one. Uh, but he was like, he was like, yeah, okay. But I don't, I'll come back to you when I get a turn. Because, like, he was alternating with his friend. Right, so he couldn't okay. go to his friend and say, hey, give this other this, stranger a surfboard. Honestly, this sounds... It's getting complicated. Did, you needed to get, like, a day planner <laughs> out, some sort of roster system. Right. right. Because he said that he had left his board in the car, which I thought was a lie. Uh, rubbish. Yeah. And so I didn't see him again yeah, for, like, an hour. Okay. And then suddenly I see him out the back with a different surfboard. <laughs> And I was like, oh, you found your board. And he's like, yeah, I went in for it. So either <laughs> yep. he wasn't lying yep. and he did end up going in and getting his surfboard mm. or he was able to convince another sucker. <laughs> There's someone standing on the sandbar. <laughs> Are you bringing that back? This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google history. Dom, you can learn a lot about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week we go through your Google search history Mm. and you have to explain why you Googled what you Googled. What have we got this time? Monday, (laughs) 1.14 a.m. Do aeroplane pilots get bored? (laughs) Okay, now I remember Googling this one quite vividly, Zach, because the new place that we've moved into, uh, my family recently, it's under a flight path. Did you know that? We did know that. We went, we oh, went you in. Did, we you went were in, aware. Yeah, with our eyes open to that one. I actually don't mind it. Um, sounds like I'm trying to convince myself. Yeah, didn't you but, move to get away from a highway? Oh, that doesn't matter. The point is, <laughs> it's a bit of fun to see the planes coming and going. Is it? Yep, I enjoy it. Um, but it just occurred to me how many, like, because planes largely would fly themselves these days, wouldn't they? I don't know. Like, once you've got it up in the air, I imagine there's a lot of art with getting it up in the air and getting it down again. Yeah. But a lot of the time you'd think it's just like staying on course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was wondering, how do you not get bored in that job? Do mm. they have like t- Sudoku or Tetris? Or? <laughs> okay. What, what did what, Google what, search find? Do they, they get bored? 
I did find a forum where someone had asked that and a pilot had responded and said that they would often share quite uh, inappropriate stories to keep themselves awake and laughing. But I wouldn't... All right, well, it, I don't want to know that. No. When I'm sitting there, <laughs> you know, watching my movie, I don't yeah. want to know that the pilots are up the front telling smutty jokes. Well, you would You would also wonder how they would get enough stories to keep them going. Yeah, it's a know. long eight hours. It's a really long... So anyway, I, I'm no closer to an answer, but if a pilot wants to get in touch with me and tell me how they do pass the time, I'd love to know. The next thing you Googled was Tuesday at 2.11am. How long can fighting fish live without food? <laughs> What I like about that <laughs> is it sounds like someone hasn't fed their fighting fish in a really long time. Well, I've mentioned in this segment before my uh, inconvenient fish. Yeah, which, you want to get rid of it. Well, my friend Nell got me a fish for Christmas last year. Thanks, Nell. Lovely gift. Now, of course, the issue You're is... not one to look after another living creature. No. You You want to be looked after. I can barely look after myself. And now suddenly I've got to feed this fish every day and clean its tank every few weeks. It's it's quite a night. Have you had a fish before? Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare, Zach. And you get nothing out of it. <laughs> anyway, my point is, uh, I did realise last week oh, that it had, it had been a few days. Not too long. Maybe three days since I'd fed the fighting fish. Good news is they can live for up to 14 days without it. So I don't feel guilty. Um, and, uh, you know what? I, I realize it's less of a responsibility than I first thought. The last thing you Googled was Wednesday at 1.08 a.m. Is my ceiling fan going to fall on me? <laughs> okay. Well, anyone with a ceiling fan has had this exact thought many times. You know when they, ha- like, because obviously they're spinning a lot throughout the night when you're going to sleep, That's right? the idea, yeah. Yeah. Now, sometimes you're just like, is it? How secure is that ceiling fan? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How has someone really checked that that's going to stay up there? Yeah, they have. <laughs> that's exactly what's happened. <laughs> it's gone through rigorous testing. <laughs> well, I did find one person who had uh, written on a forum that a ceiling fan had fallen on them in the yeah. middle of the night. Um, but they did say the fan was installed at some stage in the 80s mm. and it fell on them in 2014. And I mean, that's one instance. Yes. And how many people do you know with ceiling fans well, that, that use them, you know, half the year? Yeah, it turns out because of how they're connected, uh, most likely if it fell from the roof, which is very unlikely, the wire would hold it up anyway. It's not just going to fall straight onto you. So really not something to be scared of. And I wish I'd known that a few hours earlier. That was <laughs> causing you to lose some sleep, was it? I lost a lot of sleep out of anxiety of that one. <laughs> and I wish I'd had that one cleared up earlier for me. Well, there you go. You'll sleep soundly tonight knowing that the ceiling fan <laughs> is not going to come off the roof and get you in the middle of the evening. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, you know in my spare time outside of this radio show. I'm a very busy man. I have a lot of things, a lot of plates in the air. Uh, I th- I would call you a philanthropist. I would oh, call really? you an, an activist. I'd call you a man who really has the world's best interests at heart. Uh, well, one of the charities I run. Uh, we <laughs> one, met, of, one of the many, of uh, course. We met last night. Uh, we book a little room in the local RSL. Oh, do you? Uh, the Society for Restoration of Outdated Sayings, <laughs> the SFROS. And how big's your charity? I've always wondered how big the organisation is. There's about a dozen is. of us at the moment. A dozen of you. Okay. Uh, well, we got 24 on the books. Yep. <laughs> but to the average meeting, it's between 12 and 15. And you're, uh, you're obviously president. Yep, president. Um, treasurer? Or does someone else do the treasurer? Us, uh, that's Stan. Yeah, Stan, okay. And, uh, and it's like a three-year cycle. So right. you get <laughs> yeah. appointed president, and then we do the elections again in three years, and that's coming up soon. So yeah. uh, that's actually why I'm talking about it, because what mm. we do is we get outdated sayings, yep. and we restore them, and we try to bring them to the 
common day. Well, it was only last week, Zach, that you brought the saying, there's plenty of fish in the sea, which is obviously for one, when, when maybe someone has their heart broken, to tell them there's many other single people out there for them to date. Uh, we restored that. What yep. did we restore it to? I think it was there's plenty of other shows on Netflix. That's right. So it went with. It's a lot more up to date. makes a lot more sense. This week, Dom, I need mm. your help again. The guys have asked me uh, to put this forward to oh, you. Okay. Uh, before you pitch these at me, uh, do you just want to have a quick test of your stamp over there to make sure that's working? Uh, no. Can we go that? Sorry, we are don't we have on... very much ink. Oh, we only use the stamp at the end, do we? Yes. Okay, all right, fair point. Uh, sorry to pull you up on that. No, no, that's... Uh, I, don't, I don't know the inner workings of your charity. That's my well, fault. Well, I would love you to come along to a meeting, <laughs> but... Well, you schedule them at ridiculous times. Yeah. We've been over this. Uh, well, this week's saying, Dom, is clean as a whistle. Have you heard this before? Uh, yes, I have heard this. Not not from a young person, but yeah. I have heard this before. This is quite an old one. No, I have the saying in front of me. Yep. That's dramatic. We're scrunching it up and throwing it out because that's now an outdated saying, Dom. Firstly, no one uses whistles anymore. I know back in the day Mm. on trains, probably on horse and carriage, whistles were used all the time. These days, it's only on sporting fields. Yeah, that's true. And and I would also argue, I mean, my, from when I was briefly an AFL umpire, Zach, a lot of spit goes into a whistle. Not that Uh, clean. That's my second point. There's a lot of saliva-based diseases and infections. That's true. Not clean at all. Maybe clean (laughs) to the naked eye. Uh, I, you know what? Instantly, I'm going to agree with you. This is a saying that needs updating. So uh, what we need to do, yeah. I have three suggestions. Mm. I would like you to pick the most appropriate one to update as clean as a whistle. And the sayings restoration charity is happy for me to, to make that decision? Yes. Great. What have we got? Uh, our first one. Mm. Instead of as clean as a whistle, yep. it's as clean as a germaphobe at a hand sanitizer convention. <laughs> It's a bit wordy. I don't mind. It's a bit it. longer, but it's more it is, accurate. It is, but but I feel like the point of a saying, Zach, is the the subtlety. Do you know what I mean? It's the succinctness. It's getting that saying right in there. I don't mind that. Might be a bit wordy, but I'll hear what else you've got. Okay. Well, the next one is shorter, and I would say probably more towards 2017. Okay, great. Um, as clean as the Dalai Lama's Tinder inbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not bad. I, I don't mind that one. That's pretty good. Because he wouldn't use Tinder. Well, you wouldn't think so. Um, but in saying that, it also sounds like, this is only a minor concern, it sounds like he does use Tinder and isn't getting many matches. <laughs> well, that could be... <laughs> I feel like if the Dalai Lama gave Tinder a go... That's true. He'd be a hit yeah, does, there. For him to have an inbox, mm. he would have to have an account, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like he would swipe right on everyone because he loves everyone. And I feel like everyone would swipe right on him. So it's a but little... But he wouldn't like the hookup side of it, I don't no, think. No, it's a little confusing, but it uh, could be a potential. Uh, our last suggestion, Dom. Yep. Um, as clean as Dom's plate after a gluten-free chocolate cake. Because <laughs> he licked it clean in brackets. <laughs> I love a saying with brackets. <laughs> I've always said that. Um, is that going to be confusing for people who don't know me, or do you think? The, <laughs> true. Do you think? Do you think it's just going to permeate out there that people will get will get their? Head I out think of people it. will know that Dom loves cake and he's also celiac. <laughs> Those are the two pieces of information you need to know before you understand that saying. Um, I, I, I do like option three. I feel a little bit narcissistic choosing a saying replacement that has my own name in it. Mm. But hey, you brought it to me. You've poo-pooed all the others. I have poo-pooed the others. Uh, and you brought it to me, Zach. And so, you know what? I'm going, I feel like I'm allowed to pick myself. Ladies so, and gentlemen, from this day forward, yep. the Society for Restoration of Outdated Sayings would like to say that as clean as a whistle is out. Yep. As clean as Dom's plate after a gluten-free chocolate cake is the new saying. Dom, you have the official stamp. Oh, but hang on. Do you need to mention the brackets as well? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Brackets because he's licked it clean. There we go. (laughs) Okay. Um, From this day forward, that is the new saying.
and uh, file that one away and give the girl the charity my condolences as well that I couldn't make it this week. Uh, yeah, you, you were on the apology list. Yes, great. <laughs> uh, but we hope to see you next week. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I, uh, look, there's no other way to say it. I became friends with four grandmothers today. You have a history of being friends with older people, Dom, currently yeah, in your yeah. friendship groups. You have multiple friends mm. uh, old enough to either be your parent or your grandparent. That's true. Um, but I feel like multiple grandparents is pushing <laughs> the age limit way up there, even for you. It's rare that I've made so many in one day. It was a, Well, friends, full stop. Well, that's harsh. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, true, but unnecessary. <laughs> um, oh, here's what happened. I went to a cafe for a late breakfast today and I was uh, went alone and I was sitting at my table waiting for my breakfast to come over. And as I was sitting there, I noticed that there were four elderly women at the table next to me who, uh, from what I could understand, it looked like they had some sort of a weekly Wednesday tea catch-up group at a cafe. So they're having tea and cake. They're having tea and cake. Um, One of them was knitting, just to fit in the the stereotype. They actually knitting? One of them was actually knitting, yep. And uh, as I'd been sitting there for a few minutes, I was hearing their conversation, and I was like, I guess I must have been laughing at at a joke one of them told, which is what got their attention. Right, which is a technique you've used before to make friends. (laughs) (laughs) Just stand next to the group chatting, (laughs) have a bit of a chuckle. That's how you and I became friends. (laughs) Uh, But ultimately, one of them uh, turns around to me and says, are you waiting on somebody? Because I was sitting at the table on my own. I said, oh, no, I'm just here by myself. And they said, well, would you like to join us? Right? Which is, I thought that was lovely of them, that they invited me to sit at their table with them and have some company. It's a nice gesture, but obviously you realized it was just a gesture. And you said, no, I'm happy eating by myself. I don't want to intrude on what you guys are up to. looks like you're having a good knitting session. I don't knit myself, so I'll just, uh, I'll be on my table and you guys go ahead on your table. Hmm. Is that what happened? <laughs> so I was sitting at the table with them a few minutes later. <laughs> and uh, look, they all introduced themselves. And uh, our Let's pro- go around the table. Who yeah, did we well, have? I was telling producer Michael this story earlier. He thinks these are the foremost quintessential grandmother names. We had Beverly, yep. Dorothy, yep. Margaret, and Betty. <laughs> Those were the four women. Yeah. Uh, it was Dorothy who was knitting. Betty had a walking frame. Yes. Um, lovely uh, old women. Um, I'd say probably in their seventies, maybe mid late seventies, and they're all retired. They live at a local retirement village. Oh, and they, they live at a retirement village yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they made the day trip out to a cafe. And do they walk down themselves, or is there a bus that <laughs> goes around? I'm not sure if there's a courtesy bus or if somebody drove them. I didn't get the full scenario. Well, they, I thought you might have offered a lift back. <laughs> well, get the the four women in my car. Yeah. Oh, I should have done that. Really, it's rude that I didn't. Um, but, but ultimately we just got chatting. Uh, it was interesting by the way, when our food came over, they all had to get their Ziploc bags with medication out <laughs> as they had their, their food. But we had, look, honestly, Zach, it was, I was probably at their table for a good 45 minutes. Really? Just chatting. Having a good chin wag. Yeah. Well, a well, yarn. And so many things came up. I recently, you know, I recently bought a feathered doona, a new feathered doona. No, why would I know that? <laughs> Did I mention that story? Why would you mention that? <laughs> That's not a conversation. <laughs> That young people have. I spent a lot of money on a a nice feathered doona. And the women told me it was a great decision, that that'll last me many years. Yeah. I think it was Margaret still has her doona that she bought in 1978, which I thought was maybe a bit far, but but you know what, each to their own. Yeah. Um, And also one of them uh, had a grandkid who had a school formal coming up this weekend. so so did you give your insights to how to survive the school formal night? Well, actually, no, they were telling me of their school formals, their school dances oh. from back in the day. So it was just basically, we were just sharing, you know, drinks, sharing, having their cakes, I was having my breakfast and having a great time and great conversation. Did you think that you were talking like equals or did you feel like their grandkid? Uh, 
Um, no, I actually felt like equals. Yeah. Like, I honestly felt like I was one of the table. Were you throwing any banter out there? <laughs> I did. Being make... like, that's not how you knit Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was actually one moment later in the conversation when uh, when my food had arrived and uh, I'd ordered uh, halloumi with my breakfast, as you know I like to do, and Margaret said, uh, Betty is the big cheese fan of the group, and I said, well, Betty and I are going to get along, aren't we? They got, got a, a bit big, of a laugh. Got a big chuckle at the table. Um, but, but in general, Zach, I don't know if I've gotten on so well with a group of people like this. Well, the big question is, are mm. you going to see each other again. Well, Will you be in their uh, catch-up <laughs> next week? Well, uh, they did tell me they meet at this cafe every Tuesday. So every, every Wednesday they meet at this cafe for tea and cake. So, and uh, uh, my question to you is they didn't say, do you want to join us next week? But they did say, we are here every week. Is that an implied invitation into this Golden Girls group? Well, I don't know the social norms of the retired. <laughs> That's I'm true. not. I'm not across mm. the ins and outs of the retirement retirement village etiquette. So I'm yeah. not sure what's an invitation and what's not an invitation. Well, if they haven't invited me back, it's going to be awkward when I next see them at Bingo Night or at Lawn yes. Bowls. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But ultimately, it was uh, like I know you might. I know you're sitting there looking at me like I'm an idiot and like I make some odd life choices. But it was a really lovely lunch. It was a really lovely hour spent with these women. One of them tried to set me up with her granddaughter as well at one stage. And are you following that up? Uh, well, you know what? In my situation, you never turn down a lead. <laughs> That's what I say. My question, but, though, is about that is, like, yeah. would you... Like, how is... Can you understand how that's going to be pitched at the granddaughter? <laughs> It's okay. like, where did you find this guy? <laughs> oh, he was sitting by himself at this <laughs> random cafe and he was really eager to join our group of five elderly women and have a chat. She'll be like, oh, I don't think so, uh, Nana. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Bill Shorten spoke about Koshy's bald head. It is one of the planet's great treasures. And it's one of our nation's great draw cards. Also, Lady Gaga saw the new Star Wars trailer. I mean, maybe it's too sentimental, but I just burst into tears. I just cried so hard and I just kept saying, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. And Donald Trump found out the McDonald's have a new vegan burger. It's a disaster. They have to get rid of it. If they don't get rid of it, it's just a, a death sentence. This is Collective Now. Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, the uh, new Star Wars movie trailer, which I think the film comes out in mid-December, the new trailer uh, was released today, no, yesterday, sorry, and has been met mostly with uh, love. And most people are a fan of this new trailer. Well, Star Wars would have to be the most popular set of movies pretty much of all time. And now with the new movies, mm. it kind of crosses generations because... You know, our parents grew up with it, yep. and now we're kind of growing up with it as well. And I thought everyone was excited and loving it until I went, ventured onto some news websites today and noticed that there is, in some corners, some hate. And here's where the hate's coming from. It's from a new character, a new species in the new Star Wars film, which we meet in the trailer called Porg, or The Porg. I'm not entirely sure what the uh, group word for The Porg is. They're a small bird with, like, big, uh, I guess, button-like eyes meant to be a really adorable bird creature in yes, the film. I saw this in the trailer and instantly mm. it made me think of two things. Yes. Uh, back in the really old movies, yep. uh, the Ewoks, yes. which were the teddy bear-like creatures. Yep, yep. And um, in the movies from the early 2000s, it made me think of Jar Jar Binks. Well, These were characters that were introduced yep. to sell toys, <laughs> basically. I am glad you bring up Jar Jar Binks. Here's the Star Wars stand I want to take tonight on the show. 
because everyone, or I've seen so many tweets now saying the Porg are going to ruin this new Star Wars movie, just like Jar Jar Binks. And if you don't remember Jar Jar Binks, he's this guy. Excuse me, but the that's um, a very <laughs> memorable line. <laughs> that actually sums up Jar Jar Binks really well. Yeah, well, he doesn't uh, say excuse me. No, he says this. <laughs> excuse me. He was, but here's my issue, right, Zach? He's, he was voted one of their most hated film characters of all time. And people are saying they're worried the Porg is just going to be Jar Jar Binks all over again. Yeah. Now, I hope he is. This is the stance I want to make. For the first time, I am going to stand up as a Jar Jar Binks fan. I am sick and tired of this amazing character of film history being universally paid out as an awful character. Which line do you like the most? Is it Misa Jar Jar Binks? (laughs) But it's not that I like any particular lines. I think it would be hard to narrow it down to a favourite line. Yeah. But my, like, so uh, I know you're not a big Star Wars fan, but you've seen all the movies. Yes. What do you think of, it, of the first one, episode one, with Jar Jar Binks? Uh, awful. That's well, the worst that's, one. That's just not Everybody, fair. That's a universally known as the was, worst one. When I was a kid, easily my favourite. The pod racing was awesome, but nothing beat Jar Jar Binks as a character. Yeah, that's remember, the idea. That yeah. was the whole idea. He was the was comic, that it would appeal to you as a 10-year-old? He was the comic relief. It's quite a serious... I mean, the Star Wars plot's pretty serious. It's like but they in, already have those uh, um, C-3PO yeah. and R2-D2. R2 those are meant to be the comic relief. You never have so enough they, comic relief. Like, Jar Jar Binks was just... Redundant. I'm not lying to you when I said I watched this latest trailer half hoping Jar Jar Binks would make a return. <laughs> that we might see him back for episode seven. Yeah. I remember when that first film came out and the McDonald's Happy Meal toys were Star Wars characters. I requested the Jar Jar Binks so, Happy Meal toy. With the new Star Wars movies that are coming out, mm. we had Rogue One which was a bit of a spin-off. Yes. We have a Han Solo movie coming up, <laughs> which is a spin-off. Yeah. Are you hoping for the Jar Jar Binks story? <laughs> the origin story of Jar Jar? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the Jar Jar Binks story. If that isn't announced soon, then I will be outraged. Okay, well, I think you'll be outraged. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. In the radio industry, thousands of people request an on-air shout-out every week. These shout-outs are carefully considered before just one is granted. This is Collective Noun's Shout-Out Courtroom. That's right. If you'd like your chance to give a shout-out on the radio, give us a call on 13 10 60. Mm. We have to stress we can only give out one shout-out. Only one person will be getting their shout-out read on the radio. The others, just applicants. Uh, first off, Zach, we do need to enter the shout-out courtroom. It is locked this week, so just let me knock. Oh, yep. They're coming for us now. There we go. That sounds a lot like the gavel in the shout-out courtroom. Did we use the gavel to knock on the door? Yes, I, I used... I As a member of the shout-out courtroom, I used my gavel for numerous yep. circumstances. Cracking nuts. Cracking nuts. Knocking on doors. <laughs> knocking on doors. Uh, let's welcome our first applicant, <laughs> Georgia from Melbourne. Welcome to the shout-out courtroom. Uh, what would you like a shout-out for? Um, for my best friend, Caitlin, who I just dropped home from a Macca's run. Okay. Oh. Uh, what, what did you purchase on the Macca's run, Georgia? Um, so we got a frozen Coke, frozen raspberry and chocolate sundaes. And she's my favourite person to go on McDonald's runs with. <laughs> and uh, are we thinking, is it Caitlin with a C or a K? I'm sorry to nitpick. It's just for, the peop- just for the official with papers. With, with a C? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So frozen Coke, what else yep. was there done? Uh, there was a frozen Coke, a frozen raspberry and I believe a sundae was involved as well. All great options if you're feeling a bit peckish at this time of night. Uh, let's invite Carly from Tasmania. Carly, welcome to the shout out courtroom. What's your application? Um, I'd like to shout out to my partner, Karina. She just took me to Kmart to get a hair dye. And she does a lot for me because I whinge a lot. What colour hair dye are we going with, Carly? Are we going oh, out yeah. there or are we just keeping it pretty yeah. conservative? 
I've got half shaved, so the other half blue. Oh. Can I ask, Carly, when you say your partner took you to Kmart, how you said she just took you to Kmart. How recently was this? Do you have a late night um, Kmart? Yeah, we do. We have 24-hour Kmart in Tasmania. Thanks for that. Oh. Tasmania, oh, that is, good. <laughs> Tasmania is leading the country in 24-hour Kmart. I don't think there's many of them around. It's exciting uh, news. Uh, so that's a half-shaved, half-blue head. I just yep. need to write that down in the details. Carly giving a shout-out or applying for a shout-out for yes. a partner, Karina. Oh, geez, it's a tough, tough one tonight, Zach. We have one more applicant in the shout-out courtroom, Jennifer from Melbourne. Thank you for dressing in your finest formal attire for the shout-out courtroom tonight. Jennifer, what would you like a shout-out for? Um, my sister and her partner for their engagement. Oh, beautiful. When, do, when did the engagement uh, take place? Was that today? Was that tonight? Uh, no, it was in July. Ooh. We will need okay. names, Jennifer, for the application yeah, form. Brittany and Daniel. It was Daniel and who, sorry, Dom? Was it Brittany and Daniel? Anne-Marie. Daniel and Marie. Anne-Marie, no. Dom, come on. Anne-Marie. Is this your first time in the courtroom? Well, it's my, yes, it is, actually. It's my first time with engagements. Yeah. So it's Anne-Marie, not Anne-Marie. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we cleared that bit up. Uh, let's get the jury to adjourn. <laughs> okay. uh, our applications this week, Dom, Georgia wanting to give a shout-out to her mm. best friend, Caitlin, yep. uh, for uh, being the best wingman or wingwoman mm. for... A Mac is run. We had Carly giving a shout out to her partner Karina for getting her some hair dye. Yep. And we had Jennifer giving a shout out to mm. her sister and her sister's partner, Daniel and Anne Marie. Well, I've got to say, Zach, uh, and I'm not sure if you'll lean this way with me, but I feel like my jurisdiction firmly centers on fast food. There is one yep. thing here that is your playing field, Dom. This That's is it. where you specialized in, in law school. <laughs> that was it. This is, uh, and I think we're leaning in that direction, aren't we? Because um, you know a lot about this topic. I, I do. And so are we, are we in agreement to make this decision? Well, you've been on one of these many times yourself. I have. So let's just... Hold on. Let's lock it in first. And now let's take care of the official business and announce tonight's shout-out. This is an officially sanctioned and verified shout-out on behalf of Collective Noun. Extended on this occasion to... George's best friend, Caitlin, with a C. The reason for this shout-out, as commissioned in a scheduled sitting of the shout-out courtroom, is... Uh, the ultimate wingwoman for a Mac is run? This concludes all official shout-out courtroom business. Congratulations, Georgia. Thank you so much. She's going to be so excited. <laughs> oh, that sounded sincere this week. That's um, it's a nice. Oh, you're sincere. not allowed to be excited in the courtroom. Of course not. But outside in the uh, foyer, mm. scenes of jubilation. I've got to say, Zach, another week of the shadow courtroom done. It just keeps breaking my heart. The shadows we can't give on air. It's unfortunate, it but someone's harsh. got to do it. That's how it works. Weeks down, the courtroom closed for another week. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I uh, I saw something on Facebook today that I'm not sure has ever happened on Facebook before. I just want to flag this story before I share it with you. You might not find this one interesting. Okay. It just occurred to me yeah. that there's a chance we're going to go off. Are we introducing that filter? <laughs> Well, I'm just saying there's a chance that after the show We're going to be in trouble tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just going to say, if we're running everything through <laughs> that filter. Well, I, I feel like if I don't bring that up, there might be a post-show meeting where you say, Dom, I don't know about that last break. I just want to flag it early. Get ahead of the, get ahead of the meeting. Yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting. Uh, a friend sent me on Messenger. And now you've probably seen this around a lot. Uh, in fact, you've occasionally sent it to me. The so-and-so has invited you to chat on Messenger. Yeah, you accidentally bump it. All the time. People bump it and you get this invitation. If right? this is a story about that, 
You've yep. tried to bring this up before. Have I? Yeah. Well, it's, it's... I said it wasn't very interesting. <laughs> so is, that what we're, is that the territory <laughs> we're going in? Well, no. So I, a friend of mine, uh, Steph, uh, sent me... I uh, did it today, right? I got the... Steph has invited you to chat on Messenger. Yeah. I was like, oh, Steph's bumped it. And I replied and said, haha, that thing gets me all the time. Mm. Steph replies and says, what thing? And I was like, that Messenger invite. And she said, oh, no, I just thought you'd really enjoy it. And it occurred to me... Hold on a second. Steph has quite legitimately wanted to invite me to Messenger. But who's not on Messenger? Well, that's why. Isn't everyone who have a Facebook account clearly also on Messenger? Clearly, she thought I wasn't on Messenger. Clearly, that's what Facebook told her. Spoken before. I'm not sure. Uh, Well, we haven't spoken in a while. So she must have seen invite these friends to Messenger and thought, well, I'm having such a great time there. Mm. Let me send out mass invites. Come in. The water's warm. Exactly, right? And I reckon when they designed this in Silicon Valley, Facebook's headquarters. Yeah. I reckon they would have thought this is how everyone's going to use yeah. invite to messenger. Come on to messenger. Well, maybe in other generations, people do actually use it. What? Like as an actual, you know, invite. maybe like with our parents who are on Facebook and are tr- trying to figure it out, they get a notification one day and it's like, uh, Glennis has invited you to messenger. And they're like, what's well, messenger? <laughs> yeah. What? I can do instant messaging. Wow. This is cool. But I feel like mm. amongst younger people. Yeah. Everyone knows what it is. Well, see, I, I, I told Steph, I said, I already have Messenger. And she said, no, you don't. Facebook's telling me to invite you. And I'm yeah, like, right. I'm, I would know whether or not I have Messenger. I, yep. I, I think that's something somebody would know. Hmm. So anyway, that's where the conversation ended. And um, and uh, yeah, I mean, did you find that one interesting? Do you want, or? Do you want to know my assessment? Yeah. Mildly interesting. Mildly interesting. <laughs> do you know what? Best case scenario. <laughs> that, that elicited a, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take that happily. (laughs) (laughs) We've got time for on the show tonight. If you want to hear that and more mildly interesting uh, bits and pieces back, search for Collective Down on iTunes. We're putting that on our billboard. (laughs) The show that's mildly interesting. Uh, we don't have billboards. We don't have You billboards. might have picked that up. Um, we could just make some A4 pieces of paper and stick them to traffic lights. You sure. know that thing people do. Um, until tomorrow night, that's us out. Bye. <laughs> that's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.